Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Welcome to Jurassic Park. That I'll right. show you makes me cry. Yeah. Um, so we are also introduced to the best supporting actor in this entire film in this scene. And yeah. that is that fucking soundtrack. Yeah, yeah that's so very good. true. That's where it comes into its own. You're absolutely right. Chills. Yeah. So good. I thought you were going to say the dinosaur in the background going. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, oh, yeah. that's yeah. cool, too. But that soundtrack is really more important than the actual dinosaurs. Right. Because the, the dinosaurs are only in 15 minutes of this two-hour movie. That soundtrack's in at least 45 minutes true. of it. Yeah. <laughs> that brachiosaur noise is uh, apparently a whale and a donkey <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> kind of like RJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That, that one hurt me, bro. <laughs> John, Holy if you shit. knew RJ, you'd know that was accurate. <laughs> oh, poor RJ, man. No. <laughs> No. Because he's a large no. ass. <laughs> he's a large ass. My God. Yep. Um, All right. I don't know how to recover from that. 
Yeah, no, that that moment that I'll show you, I mean, just it does wreck me because the acting is better than it has any right to be in that moment. Yeah. I mean, they're acting yeah. against what, like a tennis ball and a stick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah. assume it's incredible, man. It really is. Um it's just it's a breathtaking scene. And if yeah. you weren't in like while you're watching this movie, you are in now. Like yes. this is Yep. Whew. I'm getting a little I'm getting a little verklempt, boys. <laughs> and I think it's too like you know, to watch this character, Alan Grant, like you're so passionate about something your entire life that you can't really reach out and touch and see and experience. Right. And the way he sells that in this moment, I mean he literally his knees buckle, he can't stand it yes, anymore. He's hyperventilating and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's something that, you know, obviously in a, in a million years someone in his position couldn't even imagine it happening let alone you know just knowing that it will never happen and then it fucking happens it's yeah yeah crazy. it's like childlike wonder which i yeah. you know if you steven spielberg hashtag childlike wonder i mean that's his that's his yes, bread and exactly. butter you know the maestro as they call him yes so we get yep. to the visitor center after that that big emotional leap and we get to go on a little kind of disney-esque uh tour or ride um, um the, my, my lawyers are telling me right now that if we refer to this as any theme park it has to be referred to as universal since they own the rights to this oh shit <laughs> i'm sorry I'm and sorry. they did spend 111 million dollars on jurassic park the ride oh my shit. bad wow it's very much like a universal studios yeah. um attraction yes yeah 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 so real quick before you jump to the theme park ride this is the scene as they're walking up the stairs in the visitor center that they pay homage to Tippett. Um, so in the scene, Ellie looks at Grant or, she, you know, she says, so what are you thinking? And he half jokes were out of a job and Dr. Malcolm jumps in and says, don't you mean extinct? That's what Tippett said <laughs> to Spielberg when Spielberg said, so what are you thinking? You're out of a job. And he said, no, more like extinct. Oh my wow. god! And Spielberg looked at him and said, "That's a great line for the movie." <laughs> he put it in the movie. That's super fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it is very fucked yeah. up. Have you ever Maybe been you... to the uh, the recreation of that visitor center at Universal? No. Island's Adventure. No, I, I have. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's got to be cool. neat. I would I would get chills walking That's, in that place. Isn't that where they just built that new Raptor coaster? The Velocicoaster. Ah, okay. Yeah. Best name in the business, baby. <laughs> It really yeah. is pretty damn good name. That is pretty. I'm cool. getting my Universal yeah. annual passes this year. I want to go. I haven't been the to Universal in 15 bucks, years. Man, you crazy not to? You know? The last time I was there, Harry Potter hadn't even been built yet. Holy crap! That's like me with Disney now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before this past trip, you know. I I haven't been in a long time either because they got rid of all my favorite rides, man. Yeah, they got rid uh, of Dueling Dragons, which was my favorite. They got rid of Back to the Future. Oh. They got rid of Jaws. Oh. They got rid of Earthquake. Oh, that sucks because that's all the, the ones I knew. The, I meant to yeah. say this earlier when they were in the helicopter scene, when they were landing, basically when he was putting the seatbelts on. But that yeah. was basically the equivalent of the King Kong ride where it would drop you. Oh, man. King Kong was great. Which they got rid of that, too. But you know which, what they haven't gotten rid of, because I think contractually they can't, is E.T. Twister. the ride. Oh, E.T. <laughs> e. Twister. Oh, because Spielberg has a stake in that theme park, and I think as part of that initial agreement, he said, listen... We're making E.T. the ride, and you can never get rid of it. Wow. They also got rid of uh, Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review. 
They got rid of Nickelodeon Studios. They got you rid see, of that's all the Hanna that's Barbera everything ride. I remember from Universal when I was there. Yeah. yeah. Like, all of that. Oh, and they got rid of the original Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, man. That's a... Yeah, but they well, got the original, Fast and the, the Furious The Ride. <laughs> oh, God. So that's fun. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're on the... Uh, their equivalent of a theme park ride, and it's fun. That's where you meet Mr. DNA and all oh, that. Oh, Mr. DNA. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I like Mr. DNA. He's like the time what clock we do is in uh, Loki. We <laughs> jack off an old mosquito that's been buried in amber and get the cum out of it and make new dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, yes, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have Joe just do quick snippets of movies with his own descriptions like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like 10 second snippets of. Joe's description of the movie's theme. I mean, they they had to fill in the holes in the gene sequence somehow. You know, yeah. What better way to do that than with uh, some good old fashioned Mr. DNA? <laughs> I fill in all the holes. <laughs> so oh, wow, we get again. You you've heard me use this term a bunch: exposition dump. This is a great exposition dump that yep. that is boring because the character not is not boring. Sorry. Because the characters are learning the information at the same time the audience is. Right. And that works really, really well. Um, and it's a cool little animated sequence. It breaks things up. Yeah. That's Eric. why. That's how, that's how Crichton wrote that for the screenplay. Eric, play. I may have another artwork to commission. Oh, God. Mr. Can we DNA get a Mr. A DNA and Miss Minutes-like artwork together? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Sorry, on board. Eric, I'm on board for that. That was on me. That was no, I, I actually like that. I, oh, okay. I'm in. Yeah. They don't have to be dirty. They could just be explaining shit. But like, <laughs> I was like, the two right. of them together. That I, that I, I would, I might even buy that one, Eric. Their accents kind of match. They do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, it, it's going to be dirty. He's going to be like, I'm going to make you stop the clock, bitch. <laughs> for all time, like, forever. You're creating a bunch of different timelines. <laughs> He's like, I know. I'm bringing the dinosaurs back for real. <laughs> my, my, I think my favorite part about the exposition, it's wonderful exposition. It's really well done. But then I'm sitting there on the couch and I go, oh, shit, this is what I'm teaching in May. <laughs> <laughs> Gattaca, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've shown Gattaca in class before. Yeah. Oh, that's and, and, awesome. And the kids go, nice. wait, who, what, what's an Ethan Hawke? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, he was an actor. Uh, and it's a good thing you're not a... Yeah. Do you work yeah. in... So you work in New York? Yeah. As I say, Local it's a good thing baby. you're not like the sex ed teacher because then you'd have to show kids. Well, the problem is I have, to, I have to cover reproduction. Oh, show mm. the movie Kids. Oh, no. no one will ever want to no, have a perspective no, session. No, 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 no. No, we just do. We do do Mr. Mom for that. Oh, there you go. Cool. <laughs> That's a good choice. Now, do you teach in one of the cities or one of the boroughs? I teach in one of the boroughs. I teach in in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. A lot of hipsters there. Oh yeah. Oh, in his part of yes. There I'm are. a stone's throw away from the the Barclays Center, so right where the Nets play. Okay. So you get to see a lot of like early 30 year old guys walking around like old west barbers <laughs> and, and i get to see a lot of uh young 30s nannies pushing uh-huh. the little white children around <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> that's true that's very true so uh, as, as we move along the ride we see the technicians working in the lab and uh 
the lawyer asks if they're auto erotica, which is what we yeah. favorite. <laughs> <like to ride. laughs> no, so that was great. Oh wait, can we have the lawyer watching Miss Minutes and Mr. DNA and him asking if it's auto erotica? <laughs> yes, yes, sold. That is pretty yes. good, actually. I like that one. Man, you should be a cartoonist for the uh, New Yorker. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, they're fascinated by what's going on in the lab because they want to understand the science. They care very, very deeply about the science, and Hammond cares very deeply about continuing the ride. He, the science is the science, whatever. But they they stop it. They literally push the handles up. They're like, no, no, yeah. no, we want to go back. And uh, they make their way back into the lab where they meet the, uh, I guess we can call him sort of the head technician. Um, this guy features heavy into, like, later sequels of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for now, he's just, like, the guy in charge of, you know, watching the arm turn the eggs and whatnot. Yeah, was he in Lost? No, he was not no, no. in Lost. He's he... Dr. Wong in uh, SVU. Yes. Oh, that's right. Law and Order. Yeah. 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 He was also in uh, Oz. Oh, oh yep. my God, that's right. Wasn't he the yeah. psychiatrist? Yes. Wow. Yeah, uh, but he had yeah. his hands full. <laughs> uh, yeah, to he say did the indeed. least. <laughs> to say the least. So we get to see a dinosaur hatch. Um, this beautiful Stan Winston autoerotic uh, creation. <laughs> um, very, I mean, just a very delicate, tiny animatronic dinosaur literally breaking through an egg. It's so cool. Um, still works very well. And, uh, you know, they start to, to ask the natural questions. How do you guys do this? And, and um, we get some more information about, you know, the way the park operates and the genetics involved. And we learn that all the dinosaurs are female. And, uh, you know, Ian Malcolm bristles at this. He's kind of like, well, how, how do you know? Do you, you know, do you, I think he says, do you lift up the dinosaur skirts? Which is, yes, exactly. that's, yes. what, that's yes. what he would do. Yeah, how do you tell they're all female? Yeah, you lift up their skirts. And we find out, yeah. well, no, we've, you know, we've engineered them that way, um, that all biological life forms are uh, inherently female anyway. They just require an extra chromosome, which we deny them. And Malcolm is not on board. Um, so he, he kind of, you get to hear his position on this for the first time, really. He's, you know, uh, well, Joe, you've got the clip. Let's, let's hear his words. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Does it? It does. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's all about those seatbelts, man. God damn it, John, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um yeah he's he's like got a huge moral objection to what they're doing here uh and his he's like the uh he's like the homeless guy with like the end is near sign for this film like he's he's prophesizing that things are not gonna go smoothly and lo and behold he hates being right all the time uh but everybody else is kind of treating him like you know come on man like we got this and look at look at this lab Look how much money we spent doing right. this shit. <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, it's a it's a great it's a great allusion to the way things work in real life, you know. But um they they leave the lab and I'm I'm jumping along here. 
we get to see some cool stuff. We get we get Robert Muldoon. We get to watch the Velociraptors eat uh, a steer, kind of sorta. Yeah. Um, and and again, this is great Spielberg, man. Joe, you touched on this. You only get like what fourteen minutes of dinosaurs in this movie. Yeah. You don't see the Velociraptors in this scene, but all you see are the, are the reactions to them and some leaves moving. Right. Yeah. And it's so effective. Yeah. Going back to Aqua Teen Hunger Force, this reminds me of the episode where they injected the cow, like the whole cow with ranch and cheese and then deep fried it. <laughs> <laughs> I think about like why Pacific Rim is at night and it's raining. Well, yeah. It's, you, you save on CGI. You just, uh, it's the illusion. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, listen, man. It's almost like this is the guy who made Jaws. You know, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's, you know, it seems like such an easy lesson to learn and nobody learns it except yeah, for maybe the guy who made Pacific Rim. <laughs> 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 but it's like this, this movie is just a, an exercise in tension and build up. Was it, um, Mars attacks that it was like an hour before we even saw the aliens? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that what that does, at least in my opinion, is it sells the effect. Because when you're waiting for it and you know, this movie's a perfect example for me. When we get to it, when we get to what I consider to be the the best three minutes of film ever done, um, you totally buy it. You totally buy all of it because you've been aching to see it for fucking forty five minutes. Yes. Um, so <laughs> They're all disgusted, and the prospect of eating uh, Chilean sea bass is is prepared by Alejandro. I mean, listen, Alejandro worked his ass off on his menu, guys. I don't know if you know this, but this was his moment to shine. He was pumped. Hammond was like, you know, I need a great menu, and and Alejandro was on. So, oh yes, sir, uh, Chilean sea bass, and and this was like, you know, a promotion was banking on this this moment yeah and uh this is like um he already put the down payment on the swimming pool yes exactly mm. exactly and uh yeah not 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 doing it nobody is in the mood to eat after watching that slaughter happen um so we're back we're, we're kind of in a boardroom setting now and we're you know this is like the great philosophical debate of this film um where all these characters stand on it we know where ian malcolm stands gives a great speech about slapping the you know logos on on lunch boxes and and you're selling it and you're selling it um wonderful performance we get to the point where now the lawyer who was against it is the only one who's on board <laughs> yeah yeah he's totally sold yeah he wants merchandise he'll he'll handle the merchandise though yes yes yeah exactly yeah it, it reminded me of a another theme park which we will not mention um you know we were talking about their pricing earlier and uh yeah it, it was like you know the the idea oh, that boy, like you better watch what you say up next eric <laughs> 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 all right all right uh, ca- calm down i don't want any trouble okay uh yeah, that's true they'll find you yeah i will fuck your ass oh boy i'm feeling rather litigious <laughs> but uh no it's 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 funny you know 
to see this concept play out in a real world way where it's like man i'm excited about how much money we can fucking make with this thing like this is great and everybody's you know got these bigger problems with it like this you know you're playing god type of shit and uh, you really need to think about the consequences um cool. we'll have a coupon day yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt man that one hurt <laughs> Cause that was th- that reminds me of like the um, the what's that place the Holy Land experience where they like they consider themselves a church they don't have to pay taxes but they have oh. to open to the public free one day a year. God, yeah. And then it just causes I four to be an insane nightmare more than so than normal. Yeah, they've got they've got Jesus mic'd up like Britney Spears on the crucifix. Yeah. Oh. I'm not that innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, too real. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the tour proper is going to begin. We get some dope Ford Explorers, autonomous in 1993. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I actually really like, even though I hate Fords, I like those a lot. They are pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, you guys know, like I've always wanted to build a movie car a delorean that's would probably be nice. the easiest one to do yeah mm. this this one's yeah. in my in my price range i think i've i've seen one of those in in the city that's really someone cool. recreated oh. that oh that's so cool now do you guys know how they achieved the effect of the autonomous driving i was i was just gonna ask i'm very curious they just pulled it with a cable. That's what I was going to say. There was no electric cars when the year I was born. No, no. I was going to say the, the most realistic thing in this entire movie is that the Ford breaks down. <laughs> That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, really quick, we forgot to mention at the top, top of the show, this movie came out six weeks before John was born. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was born Ju- uh, July 28th. Uh, yeah, right, John. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what <the> hell? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, too I'm many, not, sorry, I'm not a patriot. I can't remember my birthday. Too many kids. Uh, I can't remember the dates, but yeah, he was born six weeks before this movie came out. Yeah, so we know. Hannah's I actually birthday. saw it in a theater. Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw it in a theater without Erica because she didn't. She was too pregnant, and I went with my cousin Scott. And I think Erica and I saw it after later in the summer. Yeah. If we're anyway, talking, sorry. no, no. If we're talking memories about seeing this for the first time, I was so I was a kid. I was so pumped yep. to see it. I would have been what ninety three. I would have been eight years old. So I was this, 11. you were eleven. So like, yeah, we were in that age range, man. Where this was like, this was the it. Shit. Yeah. And and yeah. before I even saw the movie, this was the summer before. Um, I don't remember. Oh God, what, eight years old. So I would have been going into like the third or fourth grade on something like that. All of my school supplies were Jurassic Park <laughs> before I saw the movie. So I had the backpack, I had the the erasers, the pencils. I even had a fanny pack. All I mean, I was obsessed with the idea of this movie before I even saw it. Yeah, that's cool. That's real cool. This was the year I started playing guitar. Yeah. At eleven, that's impressive, man. That's yeah. cool. Shit, that's why you're so much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, we get we get the jeeps. They're really cool. They've got CD-ROMs in them, which is cutting edge at the time. Yes, big time. <laughs> I mean, touch it's screen. like enhanced enhanced CD-ROMs. Yeah. You remember when those were a thing? Like you'd try to find the enhanced one just so you take it home to your computer and yes. then, like watch like a fucking Buddy Holly video. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So they're they're off on the tour. John Hammond goes back into the visitor center, and uh, 
we had just met his grandchildren, Lex and Tim. Yeah. Um, you know, who they kind of, again, seeing this movie as a kid, like they were sort of my way in to this, to this movie. Like, yeah. You know, um, now Tim's character is kind of a dinosaur nerd and he looks up to, uh, Alan and he has theories about dinosaurs and, in case you guys weren't aware and it took me a few years to get to this notion this movie's really just about Alan Grant learning how to become a father yeah it's very true I mean you take the dinosaurs out of it and it's really just a movie about a guy who doesn't like kids who grows to love the idea mm. from of kids going from wanting to murder them with dinosaurs <laughs> yeah <laughs> to actually loving them yeah it's true um, so at this stage of the movie, he wants nothing to do with these fucking kids. Yeah. Well, so f- I wouldn't want anything to do with a little eight-year-old boy that wears a fucking ascot either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's only wearing the ascot shit. because he, you're wearing an ascot. Though. He wants to be he's like, like you. He's like a pain in the ascot. <laughs> 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 yep. But, uh, yeah, he goes so far as to, like, leave the car that the kid is in, go to another car. <laughs> yes. And then ask him, Opens like, the door. like, yo, asshole, which car are you riding in? And yeah. whichever one you are. And he shuts the door in his face. Just <laughs> such a dick move. Yes. Now we go to the command center and we meet uh, Sam Jackson, who's in every movie, uh, is also in this movie. So hold on to your butts. I repeat, hold on to your butt. <laughs> Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, oh, I just told me to play a clip. Oh, well, you can play that clip. That's fine. I thought you were telling me to play the clip because it was the... Or no, I guess it would be later. See, that's just proof to me that you've had one too many vodka uh, spritzers. This evening. When you say, I repeat, I really thought you meant that it was time for me to play something. No, I just... I, I, you know, sometimes a joke doesn't land and <laughs> yeah you know i tried to save you yeah yeah like you swing for the fences and whoof, like damn yeah also will's Two trolling strikes. me so i had to tell him to fuck you and i wasn't really paying attention to what you were saying that's okay i expect no less um yeah so we we get to see the jurassic park gate which is an homage to king kong obviously um with the flames and just this larger than life yes. um you know we quickly find out, and this is a part of building that tension and that anticipation that this tour is boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, they want to see dinosaurs. Are there and... any dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour? Yeah, exactly. So, Joe, if you want to... Yeah, that, I do. Hit that clip. <laughs> uh, now, eventually, you do plan to have dinosaurs on your, on your dinosaur tour, right? Hello? <laughs> Uh Hello? Yes? I really hate that man. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that line. Just the way he looks in the the camera, in the car, is fucking priceless. (laughs) I want to say that anytime Arjo says anything on the show, I really hate that man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joe, cut that clip out. Yeah, that's the drop right there. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. saving that one in huge pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so next episode when we thank our Patreons, we thank RJ and you can play that clip. I really hate that man. He's gonna be the only one that gets sound clips on the on the uh, masters uh, Patreon list. Until he eventually just cuts out his donation altogether. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that got too real. <laughs> <laughs> because he has a uh, iPhone to buy. Oh. That, yeah. All right. All right. It, it was a nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ease off the throttle a bit. All right. There's no such thing as a nice, a nice iPhone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's and when he says no expense spared, he shouldn't have bought Apple products. <laughs> and he he would have fucking had a computer system that worked. <laughs> so we we cut back. We see Dennis Nedry, who we met earlier in the film, and uh, he's in the mix. He's kind of the guy. He's like their whole IT department and shit. Like he designed all of these systems. Um, he's working alongside uh, Sam Jackson's character. And he's a slob, and nobody likes him, and he's kind of a dick. Um, but his whole character arc was was predicated on the fact that, like, he feels like John Hammond cheaped out on him, and, and yeah. he's not earning enough money for this massive undertaking. Which is kind of funny for the person who's always, like, no expense spared. <laughs> yeah, except yeah, exactly. For, yeah. yeah, except for yeah. everything that runs my entire shit. Right. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Um, although they did have Jolt Cola, so I was pretty pretty happy about that. Oh, who what? Did, did Nedry have Jolt Cola like on his desk? He had Jolt Cola. That's what he was drinking. Oh, he did? Whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember that? The amazing beverage? I know I, Jolt. I didn't know it was on The a... first energy drink. Yeah. That just yeah, to like me crazy means... crazy amounts of caffeine and yeah. sugar. That just means the budget was, was so bloated at this point that they were like, yo, can we get Coca-Cola for this thing? No. No, we nope. can't. <laughs> no. Nope. We can, get, was, we can afford Jolt. Who made Jolt? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Fega? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not an insane clown possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was produced by the Jolt Cola Company. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, there we go. So, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, you know, starts to flirt with Ellie and explain chaos theory some more, which still no one understands. Um, we finally get to a point where, like, this tour gets so shitty that they decide just to leave the car. Um, and we get our second kind of big dinosaur money shot of the film, which is a sick Triceratops um, that's being tended to by the crew. Now, this thing is... There's no CGI involved in, in any of these shots. It's all no. practical. It's Stan Winston, baby. Yeah. yeah this is the only one they actually took on site in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah, and it's very job of the hut. Like there, uh, if you were able to see the other side of this thing, there's like six guys in there moving. Yeah, in a yeah. trench. Yeah, like yeah, underneath it. Yeah, but I mean, it works again so well. These close shots. I mean, it looks, it feels real. It's breathing, and again, it's it's all these performances that sell it. I mean, Alan Grant laying on this thing, listening to it breathe. Yeah. Right. It's just and that a, shows you the quality and you know the sturdiness even the fact that he could put his full weight on this yeah. thing and it, it <laughs> breathed and worked it's yeah imagine was, if he fell through it like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> someone exactly. tell sam to yeah no yeah. It, it just they treat it with like this reverence and you know yes it, it's a it it sounds silly to say on a podcast but when you watch this movie, you feel it. It feels like a uh, they have like a spiritual connection to this animal in some way. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just it's again like like you said, Doug Stan Winston. I mean, yeah, this thing is alive as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. Right. And they didn't even go into the story 
from the book about what made the Triceratops sick. They sort of touched on it with the, the whatever weed it was eating. But apparently the, the Triceratops, and I don't know what modern animal it's like, they don't, in order to, to break down the, the vegetation that it eats, the dinosaur actually ate like stones. Yeah. And, and the stones would get round, you know, worn down, and they would regurgitate them and eat more stones. And, and while it was eating the stones, it would eat these weeds that got it sick. I, so. like, I like the movie's version of that, which is, is this West Indian lilac? And the guy goes, yeah, we know it's poisonous, but the well, animals don't eat it. And then right. she goes, are you sure? And he goes, yeah. uh, pretty sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like that Tracy Morgan commercial for Rocket Mortgage or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> you know what you're doing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty uh, sure. Yeah. I know. I mean, I guess. Correct. So, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the. I think that's the first scene that they shot, like overall, because yeah. they wanted that raw emotion from the actors seeing something they can tangibly touch and see as a dinosaur. That's person. true. Yeah, John's right. I think it was that a, was in, yeah. in the movies that made us. Yes. That yeah. was the first time that the actors saw that, that CG. Which is... Uh, not CG, that practical right. effect. Right, and you can and, see that in their reaction. Right, they were like blown away by right, it. Right, Yeah. I love it. And there's also a joke around a meme. <laughs> there's, a, there's a photo of Steven Spielberg crouching down in front of it. <laughs> I know that. Right? And there were idiots like on the PETA plane that thought that Steven Spielberg was posting like safari pictures that he killed oh, this oh, Come on. And they were totally incensed how insensitive of him and he's a horrible human. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's urban legend or real, but you know, <laughs> given the fact that, you know, as an aside, I was watching rewatching Veep today and and one of the first episodes she's in an elevator and she goes, "Look, I I met people. I met a lot of people and most of them are fucking assholes <laughs> and yeah I could totally see people falling for that thinking Spielberg was murdering dinosaurs <laughs> it's one of those things that maybe five years ago I would have said no nobody nobody believed that was real but now no exactly uh, yeah I don't know exactly you're right you're right yep holy shit that's funny <laughs> um so yeah you know the West Indian lilac and the whole thing you know Ellie is telling them there's only one way to be sure, um, you know, that this dinosaur is or is not eating this plant. And Joe, um, hit that clip for me for some context. That is one big pile of shit. You are uh, gonna wash your your hands before uh, you uh, eat anything. Yeah. No, no. Yes. I, listen, I know Mike Goldblum's not very good, guys. I know. Jesus, no. I'm trying. No, <laughs> yeah, I I think that's uh, that's a cool scene because it shows how dedicated she is to this. You know, her new best friend, this sick Triceratops. She's very. Yeah. yeah. She's a tenacious character. Um, in this movie, she's kind of. I, I want to call her like in the spirit of a Ripley, um, not oh, as extreme though. Yeah, not well. Later in the movie, yes. Yeah, she even makes a, a pointed reference to uh, debating feminism in in uh, science in times of uh, uh, 
like crisis or yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, in that sense, she is. You're right. I mean, nobody's Ripley, but uh, <laughs> it definitely, you know. And it's funny. Well, we haven't gotten to that scene yet, but when she says that. I'm like, and here we are 30 years later. <laughs> we haven't yeah, even come exactly. close to getting that shit straight, right? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, and plus, you've got this big ensemble cast. So, you know, you, obviously your focus is diverted from character yes. to character. But the moments yeah. that they give her, she's, she's mad strong. Yep. Um, yep. Just a, a really cool female character. Um, you know, not only a scientist, but like a fucking... Uh, just a general badass like you said yeah. like we learn later um so yeah it, it, again the characterization for the amount of time that each of these characters has on the screen which is you could argue not a ton because there are a lot of them they do a lot with it yeah um so we got our big pile of shit she wants to stay and figure this thing out they're gonna move along um the weather's getting worse. There's this big storm coming in. It's fucking up the whole day. Hammond's upset. They're going to have to cancel the tour and pick it up tomorrow. Um, this gives the perfect cover for Nedry to start his plan. So um, with the storm rolling in, he's got a limited amount of time, but he can execute the program, steal the embryos, get to the boat, and boom, he's in the clear. Um, he does this great bit of acting nervous, you know, explaining to them that like, yeah, you know, I'm debugging some stuff and, and, and some of, some of the programs are going to go out and it's not a big deal. And Hey, does anybody want anything from the vending machine? You know, just perfect. Like, so out of character for him. Um, so he starts his sort of hackery program is like a countdown he's got going and he's off. Um, meanwhile, the rain's starting to come down. The jeeps are rolling along, and as things start to fail, they stop in front of the T-Rex paddock. This is all simultaneous action. Really well done. Really well directed. Nedry makes it to the lab. He's pulling embryos, putting them in the Barbasol can. All of the dinosaur names are misspelled. Um, yes, you know, kind of embarrassing. But they're quick shots and they're long names, so it's like, what does that say? Ter- yeah, ter- missing ter- letters, wrong letters, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, Terinerisis ter- Rex. <laughs> okay. Um, things seem to be going well for Nedry. Like everything's working like clockwork. The cameras are shutting off when they need to shut off. Um, his plan seems to be working. Um, meanwhile, things are <laughs> things are ramping up. And I'm so excited because to be able to talk about this scene on this podcast with you guys is a cool thing for me because this is one of those scenes that I've talked about, much like the motorcycle chase scene in Terminator 2. Yeah. Where it's like, in my life, every time I got a TV or a DVD player or VHS tape, it was like, we need to fast forward to this scene so that we can test it out and make sure it works because this is like the scene and for me in all of the movies i've seen in my life and all the shit that i love this is maybe my favorite cinematic moment ever ever and i know that's saying a lot no but i can i totally get it i totally get what you're saying it's just so well constructed 
I mean, and obviously, look, you can call me like a Spielberg stan, which I guess I am. That's <laughs> fine. I'll take that. Um, Spielberg is not a guy who's concerned with continuity necessarily. Um, you know, there's so many continuity errors in this movie. Um, <laughs> there's so many mistakes. There's so many things that don't make sense. Right. But it doesn't really matter because when you put those pieces of the puzzle together, it does this crazy thing. It draws you in in this insane way. So this sequence, of course, is the T-Rex attack sequence. Um, I don't really... There's no... This is cool because this is where the movie stops getting dialogue heavy and starts getting action heavy. So the clip I have for this is not really a dialogue clip, but I'll walk you quickly through the scene. Um, You know, the cars are stopped. In one car, you've got the two kids and the lawyer. Um, You know, Lex is is sitting in the back. Tim is playing with a pair of night vision goggles that look expensive and are expensive because they're heavy. Um, As he's looking around, he notices that the goat that they saw earlier in the film chained you know to sort of coax a dinosaur to come eat it so that they could see something on this on this dinosaur tour the goat's gone and it's sort of the beginning of the the tension buildup because you know something's wrong um we get these shock waves there's glasses of water on the dashboard of the ford explorer they start to ripple apparently this was done with guitar strings i don't know yep it was uh, supposedly very hard to achieve. I mean, it, when you yeah. say Ford Explorer dashboard and guitar strings, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how uh, some very clever engineering must have, must have happened that day. But the water starts to shake. And, you know, we zoom in on Tim's face because he's the first one to notice. And then the lawyer wakes up because he feels this rumble. And he says, maybe it's the power trying to come back on. He's trying to justify why he feels so afraid. Um, yeah, all of this is just like, I don't know. For me, it just sucks you in in, in such a big, bad way. Um, when Lex notices the goat, or I think her line is, where's the goat? The camera pans up to the, uh, you know, it's like a, a sun, what would you call that? A sunroof just a big open window on the top of the car and you see this dinosaur for the first time um well before that you see the leg of the goat which is a scary ass moment just splat on the top of the car the dinosaur ate the goat and the payoff is this very real very menacing very john like you said darkly lit uh, t-rex rears its head and swallows this goat and I'm 36 years old I've seen this movie fucking probably 36 times that dinosaur looks fucking real to me I mean oh, yeah. it really does yep, yep. I mean it and it for you could argue that it is it's a giant robotic dinosaur 12,000 pounds 12,000 pounds they had to they had to raise the roof in Winston's studio to fit it and when I had that when I had that book like that making of Jurassic Park book as a kid I always imagined how scary it would have been to film these scenes because they show pictures of these kids acting against this giant robot 
And right. I was like, in some ways, right. that's scarier than a dinosaur. Mm. No, I mean, Apparently, it could have killed people just from moving. They also told them, like, way. they said that they, they weren't expecting it to break through the glass roof. And, like, that was actually genuine fear. Oh, Holy crap. God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that seems like something that Steven Spielberg would do. I know. Like, like yeah, it's going to be Traumatize fine. Traumatize them, kids. <laughs> it's like, yo, can you have this thing break this fucking glass? <laughs> And right. we, you know, talking about the continuity errors, like yeah, in one shot the glass is whole, and then it's broken, and then yeah. it's whole and again. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can you can very easily pick that stuff out um, throughout this whole movie, but the feeling that you get, I mean, the way it's cut together, I wouldn't trade the continuity errors for that. Like it's it still works. For oh, me. absolutely. You don't even you just move. You just go with it. Yeah. You know. So the T-Rex starts snapping power lines. Um, now we're in the other car. Dr. Grant notices. Ian Malcolm notices. The whole thing starts to bend and sway and make noise. And when this T-Rex steps out... Now this is still, to me, the most effective use of, of CGI and practical blended together. Because you have shots of this T-Rex that are all CGI when it's walking, when you can see it taking steps. Yes. Um and then these close-up shots are of the animatronic. Again, not a lot of dialogue, but Joe, if you want to hit this clip, this is your introduction to the other strong female lead in this movie, this T-Rex. knows what a t-rex actually sounded like i know like. exactly right, right. it sounds exactly. like the smoke monster from lost apparently it does. <laughs> it does it does it's true but for me that will forever be what a t-rex sounds like absolutely yeah absolutely a combination of a alligator penguin elephant is and that like three more things is that true yeah, yeah. holy yeah. shit spielberg wanted it to sound like the original 33 king kong sort of yeah but the 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 sound effects department did what Joe said. They just started combining animals until they got a sound that they thought Spielberg would dig, and he did. Oh my so, god, that's wild. wild. Yeah, and some some really cool, <laughs> some cool facts about the dinosaur, the the practical dinosaur. So they made it with foam latex, and what they didn't count on because <laughs> when they filmed the scene, it was raining, and yep. the original plan was to have it rain in front of the T Rex, you know, in front of the camera. But that didn't happen, and you know, in this in those movies that made us episode, it was great because they you know they made it like sort of a joke. Is in so what happens when you get foam late? What happens when you get foam latex? What is foam latex like? It's like a sponge. What happens when you get a sponge wet? <laughs> it expands. It gets soggy, and the the dinosaur was having tremors. It was shaking at points because the, the, the it, it it didn't double in weight, but it added like probably a thousand or two thousand pounds to the weight yeah. in water well the and other thing it would do it would randomly come on at every, yes like, maybe sitting there eating lunch and the dinosaur fucking come on fucking turn on and uh so yeah it, it it wasn't it wasn't malfunction on a bruce the shark jaws level but it was fucked up it made it made shooting a lot harder but 
uh, and they even had to they had to adjust the CD the CG uh, T Rex because it got fatter. Oh my <laughs> during god! Yeah. So they had to make the CG T Rex when it was running behind the trucks bigger oh because of that to match it up. Yeah, that's terrifying, man. Yep. There's so there's a term for being afraid of like mechanical moving parts. Um, I forget right. what it is. But it's what freaked me out about the Jaws ride at Universal Studios. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, you're supposed to be afraid of the shark. I would look in the water and be afraid of, like, all of the unseen mechanisms that were probably like down the there. Fire? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like an escalator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, yeah, if you yeah, focus yeah. on what's underneath the escalator, stairs? you get the shit scared there's out of you. I think there's a Reddit. It's, it's submechophobia or something like that. Oh, oh shit, really? It's, it's, okay. it's, pretty, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. That uh, that adds a new element of fear to this scene. <laughs> yeah, there is a Reddit, John. I just looked it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, fear of moving mechanical objects. It's called. Oh. But, yeah, that's fucked up. So, yeah. you know, you heard Dr. Grant say, "Don't move." He can't see us if we if we don't move. His you know his vision is based on movement, and of yeah. course the kids are moving around like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> moving around using flashlights. Flash, yeah. yeah, closing car doors. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's, you know, these these sort of seamless transitions from animatronic to CGI, um, it, the lighting, I mean, it's all just, listen, if you're listening to this episode, I have to assume you've seen this movie. It's one of the biggest movies on the planet. If for some reason you've never seen this movie, I just, like, I don't understand. There's something very, very wrong with you. But that's also kind of a gift because you get to see this for the first oh, yeah. time. And I envy you because when I saw this for the first time, like this was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um I I know I'm 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 filleting this thing to an extent <laughs> that is making everyone uncomfortable. Um so, you know, obviously the T Rex is drawn to the kid's car because of the flashlight and the movement he eventually just fucking his head goes through the window on the top yeah and these kids have their hands up they're screaming and i mean it's just insane um i love this scene so much that i actually drew it so if you go on my website there's there's a picture of a giant t-rex head and some hands up in front of the glass it's just it's so iconic he flips the jeep over um steps on top of it starts chewing the muffler and the tire the kids are scrambling around inside and finally one of the adults <laughs> that's just dumbstruck in the other car decides like maybe i won't let these kids die yeah real quick it, it's it's a cool little thing that spielberg added or wanted done with the, the with the dinosaur when it was biting the bottom of the car it pulled off a piece of the muffler and it immediately dropped it because it was metal when it grabbed the tire, it was squishy, so it went back for the tire. Yeah. Mm. Because it was squishy, and it, it, it thought it was meat for a minute. Holy and then realized shit. not, and moved on from that. Yeah. And those are some of my favorite off-road tires. Those are BF Goodrich KO2s. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have on my truck. Nice. Well, you, now you know they're, they're, they're uh, T-Rex appu- approved. Yep. This episode is brought to you by BF Goodrich. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we'd yeah, be doing pretty be nice. good, guys. <laughs> so Grant grabs a flare and 
gets the attention of the T-Rex, you know, hey, 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 and then he throws it. Um, staying completely still because he knows that its vision is based on movement. He just told this to Ian Malcolm, <laughs> who then runs out immediately after with his own flair because he can't get big-dicked by this guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and hey, 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 and then he starts running <laughs> into... Uh, now, I neglected to mention the lawyer. He's gone. He left the kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. That lawyer's gone a while yes. ago. He's yeah, shitting his he's pants. He's out. He's sitting in the in the nearest restroom. Shitter's which full. Is, shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is where the T-Rex busts through. And in a very, like, Three Stooges scene, all of the walls fall down <laughs> around <laughs> him. And all that's left is a toilet and him sitting on top of it. Yeah. Um, so he he eats them. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Grant gets Lex out of the car. She immediately screams. He slaps his hand over her mouth. Shut the fuck up. There's <laughs> obviously a giant dinosaur twenty yards away. Yeah. Um, comes back. These kids start, really deserve to die. They're not the brightest bulbs, but they're kids. You know, kids are will ruin any survival situation. I've had yeah. many hypothetical conversations with my wife about like, hey, if, if we were in a zombie movie, we'd be dead in five minutes because our loud ass kids, um, <laughs> you know, it's game over. So he's batting this car around, you know, trying to get to them. And again, another continuity error, but damn it, does it make a cool scene. Um, they go over the edge of the T-Rex paddock where the T-Rex came from, but now instead of being level ground, it's like a hundred feet, you know, drop. Um, hanging onto a wire, trying to swing out of the way as the T-Rex is pushing the Ford Explorer on top of them, and just by inches, they survive. Um, poor kid Tim is still in the car as it falls down into the real hero of this movie, um, the Banyan Tree. Yeah, the most important part of this entire movie. Yeah, sure. Yep. But I knew you would be excited about it. As oh, I was watching this movie this week, I was like, you know, I bet Joe is going to say something about this tree. It's a banyan tree. It's the best tree. Miami, Tim Allen, you know. Well, they're not actually from Miami. They're just, they've invasive themselves there. Just like this one. These ones are invasive too in Hawaii. They're from See, Australia. See, you know too much about this tree. I love I it. They're called the Morst, the Morston Bay Fig, or the Strangler Fig, or the Australian Banyan. As and we were watching this movie today, that's all I did to John. Hey, John, there's a banyan tree. John, there's another banyan tree. <laughs> there's such oh, look, fucking there's a banyan cool tree. There's a banyan tree. Yeah. Hey, Joe, quick, quick personal question. Do you have any tattoos, Joe? No, but if I get one, it's going to be a banyan tree now. <laughs> My entire back is just going to be a banyan tree. That's where I was going. Um, yeah, I'm thinking back piece, like from the spine to the shoulders, banyan tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ba- with the roots going the, over which way. But the roots, they spell like banyan life Ooh, on the bottom. I like that. There you go. And they fade into your fucking butt crack. I'm down. <laughs> it all just I mean, that's going to ruin the one that I had planned to do Splash Mountain over my ass, so that way every time I took a <laughs> shit, I could relive my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for those thorns. <clears throat> That's an inside Disney joke. All right, so uh, Dennis Nedry, don't he's... Don't throw me in the briar patch. <laughs> yeah, don't ever go in the briar patch. Um, 
He's in the gas-powered Jeep. He's getting the fuck out of there. He's got minutes to get back down to the dock and get on the boat and get out of Dodge. He smashes into the only sign that tells him which way to go. And, of course, the arrow is on a spinner, which is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's such a great scene. <laughs> it really is. He he sort of crashes into a, like a waterfall and gets hung up on this big log. But he sees a sign for the East Dock, and he knows which way to go. So he's got to sort of winch himself out, and he's still got time. And poor, poor Newman from Seinfeld. Um, obviously, this man is overweight, okay? he's As long as I've seen him in things, he's been overweight. Um, it is what it is. Did they really need to do this to this guy? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a scene where he's trying to get the winch off the car and he falls down the waterfall. And Joe, hit the clip for me. Now it's kind of buried in the mix, but there is most a certainly slide a slide whistle yep. when he falls. <laughs> you didn't have to do that, Stephen. <laughs> like that's just that's just fucking mean. Mostly for you. Uh, so he's he's winching the the you know cable around a tree, and you find out he's in the Dilophosaurus section, which is the first section of the tour where we saw no Dilophosaurus. Um, we now see one, and it's kind of small and unassuming and cute. It's almost, you know, dog-like. Um, in fact, he tries to get this thing to chase a stick. Yeah, fetch. <laughs> and, and he, you know, he's obviously wary, but he's like, oh, okay, at least it's, like, not, you know, a T-Rex or something. It's like this little thing. He says, uh, you know, get the stick, get the stick, stupid. And then he says, no wonder you're extinct. So now the dinosaur has a personal vendetta against this man. Um, follows him as he's making his way back up to the to the car. And we heard early in the tour that we now know about this dinosaur that it spits venom, it's poisonous, it causes paralysis. So he spits this black goo in Dennis Nedry's face. And Dennis screams, runs back into the car, hits his head... Um, gets spit on again, he drops his embryos, they fall into the mud, and he meets his de- his demise here. Um, very cool animatronic dinosaur design. He's got like these, what would you call that? Like these these frills that come out of his neck yeah. and shake. And yeah. rattle. Yeah. Very yeah, snake. the rattle was an actual rattlesnake noise. Yeah. Yeah, they did the same thing with this one. They create, mixed a couple different animal noises together. Yeah, yeah, for the yeah for the noise, um, and they use sort of a paintball gun to spit the venom. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And if the jeep is a rocking, don't come and knocking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a rocking. Oh boy, there was there was steam in there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, those windows yeah. were fogged up, man. Yeah. Um, Dropping loads. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Joe. Well, I mean, he technically was. <laughs> he he did. He was dropping mouth loads. 
That's our next T-shirt, by the way. It says "Masters of the Cinematic Universe Dropping Mouth Loads." And then this is the Dilophosaurus. Yep. Frilled out. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so here's the thing. When we come back, because uh, we're reaching the end of part two here, we're going to see what happened to the boy in the car. We're going to see what happens to the T-Rex and the rest of the crew. We're going to explore the last uh, act of this movie. Please join us for part three as we take a quick break and get another beer. Hey guys, are you a guitar player and you like custom stuff? Well, if you are, uh, you've come to the wrong place, honestly. Uh, no, I'm just playing. My name's Joe, and I run a, a little company called Like My Pedals. And I don't believe in websites because they're for suckers. So if you want to find me, you got to go to facebook.com backslash like my pedals and send me a message. You know, when you look at the shelf and you just say, they never have exactly what I want. Well, that's kind of where I come into play for you here. You want a picture of a little tiny Yoda eating a frog's eggs and ruining every hope of Star Wars ever making a good series? Come to me. I'll put it on a pedal. I may not like the show, but I'm definitely not against selling it. Um, if you want electrolytes, because that's what guitar players crave, well, I'll make you a custom idiocracy pedal. You know, it's whatever you want, really, with Like My Pedals, because you want people to look at your board and say, man, I like your pedals. Mm-hmm. 